Did I take enough data into consideration? And if you think it through, you find you never could take enough data into consideration. The data for a decision in any given situation is infinite. Welcome to another episode of the Decision Architecture Podcast. My name is Chris. This podcast is a technology and society podcast with a focus on AI, machine learning, um, focusing on how these things are going to be affecting our technology and our society and our life. Tonight's show, um, we're going to be talking about machine learning in the suicide hotline. Um, if you've been following me on Twitter, that, that's at, at Decisions Theory. Um, I was talking about how the uh, suicide hotline uh, has always been dealing with issues with the high influx of users, you know, calling in. And these people aren't just like just calling, you know, because their modem isn't working. These people are in a serious situation. And what happens when, you know, the crisis text line uses machine learning to figure out who's at risk and who isn't and gets it wrong or, um, the system, you know, gets it you know, right, but at the wrong time, you know. Uh, according to some data, the uh, the overall state of suicide prevention in the country, United States, is has become extremely frustrating. And the Center of Disease and Control and Prevention recently reported that between 1999 and 2016, almost every state saw an increase in suicide. So that's 25 states saw at least 30 percent or more. Yet even the best mental health clinicians have trouble understanding who is at risk and um, who's at risk for uh, self-harm. So um, tonight's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Um, this is a podcast about uh, how this actually uh, came together, how they actually come together for it was I was actually watching a uh, Chinese drama. It's called um, Female Psychologists. Um, or it's a neurar. Let me see. I bring out the verse. No, I want to say it right. Uh, female psychologist. Because what happened was that I was watching this show, and it was it had a really good plot. It was kind of like um, Lucifer. Uh, that's a very popular uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix currently right now, and um, it's. Instead of you having like the devil following a detector around, it's like this, you know, very you know um, skilled female psychologist who um, has like um, very good hearing and strategy skills. She can build it on a, on a fly. Right there, we go. It's um, <clears throat> I want to bring it up. Um, Sorry about that. It's like live, you know, live podcast right now, right? Yeah. Oh, um, so it's new Xing Li Shi. So, or you could just hear it this way. New Xing Li Shi. Yeah. New Xing Li Yeah. So that basically is the, the term for female psychologists. And um, on the show, um, she goes ahead and solves crimes and she solves uh, issues that are dealing with mental health. And the first few episodes is about suicide and the suicide is targeting this child who is suffering from 
problems with dealing with her parents issues and, and it looks like at first that the child was using it I think it's about 14 years old 15 years old was using it as a way to get attention but you could see at home in her house the parents were struggling with different issues and um, she couldn't handle it so it was very very um, interesting for that that type of concept to be in a Chinese drama and um, one of the things I was actually interested in was that the show was, was bringing in the idea of using machine learning into the actual um, center, the suicide prevention center in the show. And the protagonist, she, just, she was actually against it, saying that you know all these things should be done with an actual human person on the phone that should not have to get a robot or some sort of like automated system. And I actually believe that's actually true. And that's not exactly what's going on in this particular um, conversation that we're having. So how? So as without just basically, if you want to find out more about that, I will um, upload the uh, one of the episodes in the uh, Twitter feed. So stay tuned with that. I'll make sure I do that. If you don't, remind me. Um, um, so basically, the crisis text line is the term that's used for this machine learning um, automation which is basically a text messaging-based crisis counseling hotline that deluges from potential to overwhelm the human staff. So the data scientists at the crisis text line are using machine learning as a type of artificial intelligence to pull out the words and emojis that signal a person at a higher risk of suicide ideation or self-harm. So the computer tells them who on hold needs to jump to the front of the line to be helped. So that's a great algorithm to have, I, I would assume, because you would want to be able to avoid having people who are more at risk waiting on the line, you know? You don't know what's going on. From, according to the show, there was the, the girl that was <laughs> that called us through the hotline was actually on the top of the building about to jump. And that's not funny, but it's just, I don't know, sometimes it's, it's, it's crazy that the way that the show actually tries to perpetuate this high idea. But the idea that was going on in the show was that, you know, she's on the phone and she had to get talked off of it. But the, um, the show goes on with the, um, the child trying to kill themselves in various ways, which it, it got kind of old too fast. But that's just one issue. The, the real issue is that this is actually interesting because it would help to avoid having people waiting on the phone too long, you know, with problems that is really serious and that could be very, very real. And I didn't know this, but according to the Suicide Hotline's um, um, data that they actually have, that there are repeating customers, like, um, that's not a good word to say, there are repeating callers, you know. So before I move on, I want to say this is a very serious matter. And if you and anyone that you know is considering suicide or health or harm or anxious, depressed, upset, or in need to talk, please call you know this hotline to help. So you can text crisis at 741-741 for free, and it's a confidential crisis counseling. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. All right. So with that being said, we're gonna stay on. We're gonna. I'm gonna take a break, and when we get back, I will continue. Hi, it's me, Edisha again, <laughs> and you're listening to Decision Architecture Podcast, a technology podcast about how decisions define us and how they don't. We are approaching a future where we will be able to see how each of our decision opens a new door and closes another. Decisions, decisions, decisions. <laughs> 
When choosing what podcast to tune into, choose Decision Architecture Podcast. AI is at the forefront of a new era of computing, cognitive computing. It's a radically new kind of computing, very different from the programmable systems that preceded it, as different as those systems were from the tabulating machines of a century ago. Conventional computing solutions, based on the mathematical principles that emanate from the 1940s, are programmed based on rules and logic intended to derive mathematically precise answers, often following a rigid decision tree approach. But with today's wealth of big data and the need for more complex evidence-based decisions, such a rigid approach often breaks or fails to keep up with available information. Cognitive computing enables people to create a profoundly new kind of value, finding answers and insights locked away in volumes of data. Hey, welcome back. And this is the Managed State Podcast. Each week, we try to come together with a theme. Our theme is today is data science and how they use data scientists and how they use um, AI to help save lives on the two-side friendship line. Um, we're talking about privacy and how texters are basically number one concern and, and, and one really concrete way to actually prevent you know people's data from being exposed is um, by removing a lot of their personalized information, such as uh, names, locations, phone numbers, birth dates, etc., that comes up during the phone call. Um, overall, the phone calls are encrypted, so we don't have to really worry too much about that. But um, mainly, this particular um, suicide hotline is actually helping out the tech center. It's not necessarily a, a, a big deal for the people who are actually on the phone. So the people who are actually and having the idea of it, of, of, of committing suicide, or they have self-harm to themselves. Um, they are, um, they are actually, um, are just, you know, maybe they'll be able to speed up, that, uh, they may be able to speed themselves up going to the line if they have like a certain problem. But, you know, this also leads to some problems too in the future. Whereas, like, you know, whatever, it's like people will end up knowing that machine learning is actually being used and, like, they're actually talking to a bot. You know, will they be able to manipulate the bot to get seen first, you know? And will they actually make problems for people who really need to be seen and are too frustrated and, and, and suffering that they won't be able to manipulate the bots to get their own ideas? You know, will we be able to have the, be able to have them, um, the bots be able to detect being manipulated and update their software, you know, um automatically you know these are some of the issues that are coming up right now and in, in our um in our idea of what artificial intelligence is supposed to be you know the age of ai is upon us and um human human identity is going to be one of the biggest you know concerns of ai but being sure making sure that we actually have enough information about what our ai is actually potentially capable of and how it could be used on the you know the corporate level, the uh, government level, and you know the you know personal level. You know these are all going to be some things that we're going to be talking about. So with that being said, I want to thank you for that. I really appreciate you guys coming in. Um, I think that next week I'm going to be either talking about um, game-based marketing and how we can utilize um, um, a gamified version of, of loyalty, you know, competitions. You know, very similar to uh, AI, um, I'm sorry, yeah, airline um, frequent flyer miles is a gamified version of getting people to buy tickets to, you know, to buy things based on the airline. That's one thing I want to go ahead and do. And the other thing I want to go think about doing was going to be talking about um, 
the age of um, the age of artificial intelligence and a human future, which is a book that I was talking about in a few po- a few podcasts before. But uh, I actually finished the book, and uh, I have a lot of notes. I don't know that, that might be a long podcast. Uh, you know, I'm gonna run a poll um, on the Twitter, and um, based on the Twitter, the, the, the most votes, I will be. Um, um, having uh, one of the podcasts other than the other, um, so stay tuned for that. Um, I think that uh, I think that this this whole entire like topic is, is is really growing. I'm really excited for it, and being able to have this month off from school, I can talk about these things and you know bring up ideas you know relatively easily because I'm not really bombarded with classes. So I'm going to try to get as many of these episodes done ahead of time. So if you have any ideas for podcast episodes in the future, you know, let me know on on the uh, on Twitter. You know, and, uh, I'll be I'll be more than happy to help and uh, and, and bring up this information. So, like for example, if there's another book, you know, there's actually a book I was thinking about bringing up, which is not more about machine learning, but it's more about um, like it's called building wicked thoughts it talks about how the internet was um used primarily to um do research for uh, anonymity and and people using it for sexual uh interests you know for example like you know watching porn or coming up with ideas of people using um um certain you know looking for certain things online and, and what that led to how their brains work and I always find that it's great for that, but that's more like a behavioral science. I might work on behavioral science might be the next thing I'll be talking about um, at the end of this um, this podcast season, you know. But um, but say, but you, you know, let me let me know. Well, I don't want to go too far with it, but that's basically it. Oh yeah, I was supposed to also talk about the business planning for Patrick Brent David. I'm actually going to make a separate um, a separate uh, YouTube channel where I'm going to take, I'm, I'm trying to break down all of the, 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 um, the topics that were brought up during the podcast, during the, um, the event, the zoom event, and then give it an opportunity for people to look it up on their own. And it helps me to kind of review it. It helps me to stimulate my mind and keep me focused more on building, um, my business plan for 2022. You know, one of the things that, uh, Patrick said is that if you, um, start your business plan in January, and then in February you never look at it again. You didn't build a pot business plan; you built a wish list. So I, I don't want to basically do that. So to keep myself motivated and accountable, this is what I'm going to be doing. So stay tuned with that, and I, I'll, I definitely will bring that up also. So there are three things I'm going to be talking about. I want to have most of these um, clips be, to be done. Um, I don't. I only put one up there yet, but I did make a um, website. Um, where I have all the information that you can ask, you can ask for that on Twitter as well. Um, so stay tuned with that, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, matane.
What you do is you go through the motions of thinking out what you will do about this. And then when the time comes to act, you make a snap judgment.